Welcome to Prim and Proper. I'm Elizabeth Hathaway. And I'm Marinella Mazzucato. I just realized, Marinella, I didn't ask you if you had any housekeeping items before we dived into this week's topic. So uh, this seems like a good time. Did you have anything you wanted to share before we dove right in? Oh, God. I mean, other than the fact that I've, you know, thrown all my pumpkin shit right out the window and Rhonda Pine, we're in. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you, what is your philosophy on decorating for Christmas? When do you think it's allowable? Oh, I don't. I mean, I did mine like two weeks before Thanksgiving. So I don't know if I'm the person to ask. I'm that person, I guess. Oh, no, there's something wrong with that. I think it's outrageous that I did that, but I did. I was like, ah. (laughs) It feels like it's time. Well, people have very spirited opinions on it. Uh, hot topic. I typically don't. Here's my thing. I don't have a ton of Christmas decorations. I don't usually put them out until the first weekend of December, mainly because I don't think about it in November, and then I always travel for Thanksgiving, and then it's the first weekend of December. But I will leave that shit up till end of January. See, I'm the opposite where I'm like, by the time like I've gotten to Christmas, I'm so fucking stressed out from everything that's happened that it could be it could be December 20th. And I'm like, this shit's coming down. We're done. (laughs) Honestly, I don't I don't know what it is, but I put it up early and I'm I'm over it pretty early, too. Sometimes I'm just like, that's enough. Oh, so interesting. I'm trying to, I didn't really decorate much when I lived in Florida, like personally, because I was in college and then like a year post-college. I wonder if I would, part of the reason I keep it up all through January is January is so miserable in Chicago and it yeah. brings me the slightest bit of joy to come in and plug in Christmas lights at night. Yeah. Um, And my Christmas lights are red and like different, like a cream and like a white. Those are the Ooh. color schemes. So it's okay. not, it kind of works for January too. Like I can kind of make the lights work. Yeah, I keep That's it up. I tell myself. I'd keep it up if I had those color lights. Mine are just like, you know, a warm white light. Actually, I plugged in all my stuff and none of the lights on the stuff worked. And oh. um, as a, true lesbian i decided to take the wiring off the tree and <laughs> and zip tie new ones onto this tree um so i could get one more use out of it because i was like i'm definitely not gonna go buy a christmas tree in high season i'm no fool no yeah so, no you're smart to do that and yeah. i'm sure it looks great it's cute i like it maybe post a picture to the gram um done yep. okay So we are doing an episode, probably part one of two. I think we might do a second follow-up. But we are discussing our thoughts on Disney princesses. And mainly, like, what the fuck, Disney? Yeah. And I think what brought this about was it it Walt Disney's birthday or something? Oh, yeah. Walt Disney's birthday is coming up. I think it's December 5th. I should have looked it up before we started recording because I forgot already. Although I don't, a few weeks ago. I don't know how much Walt Disney had to do with the creation of these types of movies. I I just feel like maybe not a whole lot of say. I, I know he's heavy into like the cartoon and Mickey stuff, but I don't I don't know how much he was he was he dead by then. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't truthfully know either. Um, and like now, right, the Disney universe includes Marvel and. Star so much. Wars and yeah, so yeah, 
Um, so it looks like he was born on December 5th. And he died in 1966. So he was around for at least some of the early Disney movies. But yeah, I don't know how involved he was in yeah, you know, planning these. Well, luckily, it's the early ones that really failed us. So <laughs> yeah, and that's where we're starting today. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So can I tell you when I was like going through and making some notes, I repeatedly wrote down these themes of Man kissing unconscious woman, <laughs> dead parent trope or orphan trope. Yeah. And yeah. villainous or evil stepmother. And I'm like, dear God, these really are kind of like every Disney movie. These things show up. Yeah. I mean, it really, the predictability and the, you could almost skip the first like few minutes and be like, I know how she got here. I know. Right. I don't need to. I mean, let's yeah. let's skip ahead here. I'm sensing a jealous stepmother type who puts some sort of curse on her that makes her go asleep, but a Prince Charming will come by and decide he wants to kiss an unconscious body without consent. Totally normal. True love forever. (laughs) Yeah. She didn't know what hit her, obviously. Instant. Oh, so did you... Excuse me. Let's try this again. Uh, did you grow up on Disney movies? I did grow up on Disney movies, but I, I think I really, the more I think about it, I think I've, I've probably had some ADD or ADHD or some like, some inability to sit in front of the screen and actually watch what I was watching. Cause I don't remember like half of these movies and I know I watched them millions of times and I had to be like, what did, what was that movie about? Truly. Oh, so I had to go, and I've watched, I also grew up on Disney movies, and I've watched these dozens of times, and I too had to go on to like Wikipedia and read the plot again, just to remind myself of, some of them I knew a little better than others, but yeah, I kind of forgot too. I don't know, maybe because we were kids and we were probably paying full attention. Yeah, I was probably fixated on the princess herself, let's be honest. I think that... That's something I did notice. I was like, all the princesses were like the best looking ones. Like, why didn't they make one of them like kind of like average looking? Why did I mean, her looks always had to save the day. I mean, come on. Yeah, I also have down like a woman's value is in her looks because that feels like another theme <laughs> to the Disney movies. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. You know what I thought of, though? What's that show? I don't know if it's on anymore. That parents, any parents I know hate. Is it Caillou or Kalu or something like that? And I can't think of the guy. He's a very repetitive character. And so the parents go insane, like mm. when their kids watch it. But it just makes me think kids are dumb and can't, you know, retain any information. So it has to be like fed to them a gazillion times. So maybe really us watching a dozen. Disney movies millions of times it's it still makes sense that we don't remember them because maybe it's just something kids don't do well yeah I I, I think I know what you're talking about with the show now yeah because a lot of those kid shows are very repetitive and I think it is because kids don't retain memories the way adults do I don't know huh. maybe I'm talking out my ass and that's okay because you're not an expert so you're allowed to <laughs> 
But I do feel like an expert on what the fuck Disney princesses as a we're titling this episode. Yeah. Uh, so why don't we get started? Snow White, the first, the first princess. I mean, they made sure to let people know that she was fair-skinned and white, and that's why she was so attractive. <laughs> yeah. As a tan person, I was offended. <laughs> yeah, she definitely was the fairest in the land, which I don't know was fairest because it does seem like fair, fair-skinned as well mm-hmm. as it's an interesting word to use but yeah. maybe it was more commonly used back then to mean beautiful but it probably does have like racist undertones shocking i think so yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> oh well i will say you know again right off the bat bat uh dead parent she's got a stepmother who's the queen uh love mm-hmm. that trope for i don't know why every disney princess has to be orphaned or have like a dead mom even bambi because obviously a step parent can't give a shit about you don't you know hello it's impossible (laughs) it can't be done although i will say i've only had one stepmother in my day and um that is the disney trope that's most relatable to my life is the (laughs) evil stepmother Oh, no. Mm, uh, I don't know. So I kind of get it, but I really don't want to feel that way about stepmoms. Just about my previous stepmom. Well, Julia Roberts fixed that with the other stepmom movie, I think. Which was also sad, right. but great. I don't want to go down that road right now, but, you know. No, but There's some right. good ones out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, basic premise, right? Queen, a.k.a. stepmother is upset that she's no longer fairest in the land and she orders Snow White to be killed. So Snow White has to run away. And uh, she stumbles upon the seven dwarves. Yeah. Well, first of all, the stepmom is asking this this mirror about why the hell do you care about what the man in the mirror says? That's what I... If she had an Instagram account at modern day, she would have got plenty of likes. She wouldn't have to talk to the person in the mirror. She'd be fine. None of this had to happen. (laughs) Totally. She could have bought followers. She was wealthy. She was the queen, right? Like, Yeah, she would have been fine. Yeah. I don't know why she just didn't pay somebody to tell her she was the fairest in the land. I'm sure other royalty did shit like that. Yeah, or get a different mirror, one that had no voice whatsoever, and she could just say whatever she wanted. Just other ideas that could have happened before. Before Snow White was dropped off in the woods and decided to randomly clean somebody's house like thank you that's not what Mm -hmm. i would do if i was lost and found i would never walk into a strange house but yeah and then start cleaning it yeah right i mean it is kind of you know immediately she shows her value by like doing domestic work and being a housekeeper um And it is like this, she needs men to save her. Like, it would have been kind of cool if instead of her, like, going into a stranger's house and being like, I'm valuable because I know how to clean, uh, she, like, whipped out some, like, badass wilderness survival skills. And I don't know, it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like Katniss Everdeen, like, hunting down shit with an arrow or, you know, I don't know. There could have been other directions for Snow White. Um, I will say, though kind of mad respect to the dwarves you know they're respectful to her 
That's what I was thinking. Like, they were, like, very concerned for her safety, number one, you know? Yes. They're like, if anybody knocks on this door, do not answer, which, I mean, Snow White, you broke the rule. Come on. I know. I know. They were just looking out for you. Um, They spend every night, like, singing, playing music, dancing. Like, they earn money. She does the domestic work, but then they all enjoy the evenings together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Doesn't seem like any of the dwarves give off any rapey vibes. They're very respectful of boundaries. Yeah. yeah. When she passes out. She passes out? Why do I not remember that? When she eats the apple and they're like, oh, oh we're going to put her outside part, yeah. to, to like, so that all her friends can visit her because every Disney princess would have been fine had they just been friends with their animals because they're all surrounded by fucking animals. Why? That's never enough. I don't know. But stick with the fucking animals. That's actually the message, right? <laughs> you have woodland creatures who love you. Just stick with them. Um, yeah. And they also avenge her in a sense. Like they chase the after the queen after they found mm-hmm. out what, you know, and they like, I think they try to, because the animals come to warn the dwarves that the queen is coming. Yeah, I, I'm probably getting some of the plot points wrong. And the dwarves go to try to rescue her when they can't. They like go to avenge her and like chase the queen down and kill her, or I, she falls off a cliff. I the, the details of it. The point is, the dwarves were totally on her side. Totally yeah. good dudes. Yeah, they were. She should have really stayed with the dwarves and been like, I mean, thanks for waking me up with a kiss, but like I didn't consent to that. And these dwarves are a lot more respectful of my boundaries. Yeah, I mean, that's a good representation for dwarves, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a little person. I don't know how it would feel, but whatever. I was wondering, are we, what is, we call them little person? I truly don't know what the preferred terminology is. Yeah, I think they, I think they prefer little person. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, outside, I guess that term was more common back then. Little person, I don't think existed. So I don't blame Snow White 1930s getting that part wrong. Mm, but yeah, they, yeah. It was good representation as far as them being like the most respectful characters in the story. Yeah. Did you have a favorite dwarf? Ooh, you know, I don't know. I think. I think now Grumpy might be my favorite dwarf. <laughs> I think I like Dopey. Oh yeah. I think he might have been a little bit, a little bit stoned. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> For sure. I think I identified with him heavily. Maybe I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> oh man. Well, any other thoughts before we move on to our next princess? I mean, other than somebody, you know, being kissed while they're pretty much in a coma, I would never. Yeah, the idea of kissing somebody that was in a coma to me is freaky. Other than that. <sighs> yeah. Although, like, when she bites into that apple, like the poison, the poisonous apple and the curse is like endless sleep. That does sound inviting to me at times where I'm like, oh, man, sounds good. Pretty. You would be, you'd pick up the apple after she's done biting it and take it by yourself. Yeah. Did the prince rescue her? Or did he just ruin her eternal peace? I don't know. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Thanks. <laughs> Could you imagine if she woke up from her eternal slumber and like decked him? Like, fuck you. 
I'm gonna spit out my drink. Yeah. I knew exactly what that apple was for. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. All right. Oh, so man. our next princess, also an orphan and raised by a stepmother. Good old Cinderella. Yeah. I know you didn't even know who I was gonna say because it's so true of every princess. <laughs> I didn't know. Seriously. Cinderella. Cinderella, yeah. Cinderella. Well, you know, one of the nicknames I received multiple times as a child, which I hated. Wait, why were you called Cinderella? Because it rhymes with Marinella. I don't know. Then I got got Marinelli, and it was just like, okay, that's enough. But yeah, um, yeah, stepmom, same story. Except this time there's stepsisters that were just brutal yeah also mean um also cinderella you know does domestic work we see heavily that she's good at yeah keeping things clean her only friends are animals again yep definitely yeah she's though i would say more obedient than snow white you yeah know, like snow white was willing to run away from home and like do something that whatever but like cinderella is so like that classic obedient woman who's just like oh more work okay like no problem smile on my face be kind i was gonna say she's a workaholic obviously (laughs) (laughs) like not by choice oh i guess i can't make it to the ball if i have to do all these chores that i was assigned why wouldn't i just like do them (laughs) right (laughs) why would i just yeah sneak out to the ball like any normal teenager would do but um yeah uh i also have in here that like it feels like her only goal in life was dreaming or wishing to fall in love with a man so she could escape her life which is just like sad like as all you're living for is to find a man and escape the shitty life you're in for perhaps an unknown, also equally shitty life. My God. Yeah. Hang on a second. I don't know why my TV just suddenly turned on. One one sec. Oh, man. It would have been freaky if it was Disney, but it wasn't. Um, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. back, back Other to the- thoughts on. Back, back, back to Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, clearly the prince that was looking for her had a foot fetish, obviously. Oh, yeah. The the fixation on the shoe and her feet were pretty tiny too. And it was like kind of annoying to see this amount of women like not be able to fit this tiny shoe that was like impossibly small. Right. So again, like the feels like the messaging is your value is because you have tiny feet and are beautiful. Because that's all he knew about her, right? Yeah, that's it. Really does he even have a name? Isn't he just Prince Charming? Or is he- that Snow White? I think Snow White was Prince Charming. Because he charmed her out of a coma, so that seems right. So Snow White, maybe just the prince. Straight up the prince. What? I I gotta, I'm like Googling now, because I'm like, how do I not know, you know, (laughs) are they all Prince Charming? They just generically the prince? I'm just, Yeah. How do I not know this? I don't know. All right. Other thoughts as I look this up. Any other thoughts on good old Cinderella? Not there, Not a lot there. She's one of the more just like, I don't know. 
she just she didn't give us a lot in that in that movie i'll, I'll just say that no there's not like literally the great singer great singer good for her are they all good singers they are and that's what the men seem to fall in love with is their voice <laughs> their singing ability that happens to me all the time too yeah <laughs> people can't get enough oh um oh this feels too hard to look up i don't i don't know the prince's name it doesn't matter is it prince eric no that's no that's the other fucking one that's the little mermaid that's the little mermaid yeah which we'll get to yeah but uh next on the list i have because i'm going to order of release of the disney movies oh wow um that's very methodical okay i know i know uh sleeping beauty do you even know her name you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna say that i've never watched sleeping beauty <gasps> oh my gosh i so that was my ab- favorite tell me about it my favorite growing up so i got a lot of opinions but her name is princess aurora okay um and most people don't know that because she's best known for sleeping. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if Sleeping Beauty, I, I have to imagine that all she does is sleep. Narcolepsy? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, not totally. I will say this interesting fact I learned, and it's shocking to me. <laughs> she has only 17 lines of dialogue in the entire movie, which is about her. Like, it's about her. Oh, God. And she's 17 lines of dialogue i mean that's fucked up jesus sounds like some of my first dates honestly <laughs> oh my God. um <laughs> this is another situation okay i will say this both of her parents are alive they're the king and queen okay um, okay they have difficulty conceiving so they talk about infertility struggles mm-hmm. right they finally mm-hmm. have aurora and so they decide to host this like party to like you know it's like a baby shower welcome to the world princess type of a get you know i don't know whatever royalty rich fucks do for welcoming babies into this world yeah um so they invite everybody but maleficent and she is the you know the villain this like evil sorcerer but as i got older i'm like dude you invited everyone in the fucking kingdom but one person like mm-hmm. yeah. you guys are kind of the dicks not her they didn't invite her because she was evil or they just are like it doesn't get really into the details of why <laughs> she was because i really like the maleficent movies i don't know oh, i actually haven't seen them oh they're great yeah yeah so maleficent pissed off places a curse on her that she is gonna prick herself on like a spinning needle spinning wheel and uh fall and die but one of the fairy godmothers like lessens the curse so that she only falls asleep until true love's kiss Mm -hmm. and then of course you know prince finds her kisses her you know we know how this goes unconscious kiss saved by a man tropes galore and everything's good again, no matter what. Everything's wonderful. She has no career, no, no work skills, probably doesn't know how to do anything, but it's okay. Oh, I, I guess I will say, so she is taken by the fairy godmothers 
to be raised in the woods in this cottage. I don't know what it is about taking these princesses <laughs> to cottages in the woods. That's apparently another theme that runs through these movies. Um, until she's over the age of 16, right? And, like, they burn all the spinning wheels in the town, like, trying to protect her from uh, this fate okay. that Maleficent, you know, this curse that she put on her. Um, and I think, like, she is taught things and has an enjoyable life being raised by the three fairy godmothers. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I always feel like a fairy godmother. Also, always a fairy godmother. Right. Cinderella has fairy godmother. Yeah. Everyone needs a therapist or sponsor. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I also feel like his name was Prince Charming. I don't know. What are any of their names? I need to really. Oh, that's a lie. I think he's Prince Philip. I think Sleeping Beauty is Prince Philip. Do they all do the princes all look the same in all of them? I was going to say it's the same fucking guy just tramping around trying his luck with all these different princesses. <laughs> I mean, I do think they look pretty fucking similar. They're all like Ken like animations. Yeah. And all like animations. So. Yeah. Yeah, probably about the same. I change the hair color. I don't know up if any of this noise is picking up, but Walter, who is not a prince and also not a fan of Disney movies, is laying right beside this mic playing with it. It's not a time for a protest here. <laughs> right. Save it for another day. Uh, yeah. What's what's next chronologically? Uh, well, we're skipping ahead to oh, Okay. There's well, I think this is kind of next chronologically, but in between um, Sleeping Beauty and The Little Mermaid, there were a ton of Disney movies that were just not about um, princesses, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's The Sword and the Stone, The Fox, and 101 Dalmatians. What's the Fox one? Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. The Fox yeah. one. You know, so there's like a bunch of them that just don't have princesses. Um, but yeah, The Little Mermaid is next chronologically. And she was the first one that I remember seeing in theaters. That movie came out in 89. I don't think. I think I was still still too young to see that one in theaters. Yeah. Do you, uh, I don't know if you all ever used to own the VHS covers to Disney movies, like when they left the vault. Remember that? We didn't because I don't think I was that into it, but my cousins did. So like my cousins had every VHS tape on earth for all those vault things so anytime i watch a disney movie i just knew it was going to be over there my house one vhs tape two vhs tapes watch them repeatedly (laughs) that's it so did you ever hear or know that on the original little mermaid cover that it's got the castle there you know Trident's King Trident's castle in the background and like one of the towers is like a gold penis have you ever heard this I have heard that and I think that I actually tried to verify it by looking for a cover but I don't think I ever found one I mean I saw things online but I was like is this photoshopped I don't know yeah so I had the original one the problem is I had no brothers and I couldn't tell my parents that I heard there was a penis on the cover (laughs) I remember looking at and being like, which one is the penis? Because it's like a bunch of like tower spires. And like, yeah. I don't know. And I do remember like after I finally saw some penises, I was like, oh, I should go look. 
at that little mermaid and it does it has one that looks kind of like a penis yeah so whatever you've seen online probably isn't photoshop that was that's probably the the real deal okay well i i guess the people keep kept saying things like they need to have they're adults they need to have fun too how is that fun though that's weird strange (laughs) so strange (laughs) I've had fun before, but it's not by putting dicks on children's movies. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, it reminds me of, you ever go to those bars where they're like, you find the picture on, you just like get drunk and find like the objects in a picture or whatever, find what's different between the two pictures. They have them at like some bars. It's like this old school game. Yeah. Video. Anyways. That's what it kind of reminds me of is parents probably sitting their kids down to watch The Little Mermaid and then they get drunk and try to find the dicks <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> or supposedly there's stuff inside the movies. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that too. But, well, yeah. Little Mermaid. Um, Little Mermaid. Also, for keeping record, I think her mom might be dead. Her mom's dead. I don't really dead. know. Yeah. Okay. Another dead mom. Yeah. What's that? That's everyone but Aurora. Yeah, we're like three of four for dead moms. Yeah, I don't... I, I know Ursula had no stepmom feel to her, but she was the villain. She, you know... Yeah. But, you know, I'm kind of... I will say I'm kind of here for the villain moments. Like, Maleficent is a woman villain. Ursula is a woman villain. You know, to me, feminism is women can be whatever they want, including villains. And yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, I will say, I think Disney was on the forefront of having women villains. So I'm here for that part of it. Me too, actually. <laughs> what I'm not here for, though, is the fact that Ariel <laughs> gives up her voice for a man that she's only seen. How? How do you, like, could that be any worse of messaging to little girls? Just give up your voice for the first man you see and have a crush on. Yeah. I mean, he did have capri pants on, I think, and maybe a deep V t-shirt, so. Oh, I do think you're right. I think that's important. It's amazing to, he to wasn't know. gay. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of concerning. She might have been a little off. Oh, wow. Well, I do feel like she's naive, right like that comes across to me but she's also very like non-conformist like she's a princess but she kind of doesn't fit in or want to do like princely princessy stuff princessly stuff whatever um you know what i mean like she'd rather spend her days exploring shipwrecks and doing the things she wants to do so i kind of like that she's a little bit non-conformist yeah, I think that's kind of when things started to take a little bit of a turn with, like, the Disney princesses where they kind of started to be a little bit more, like, like adventurous, maybe. Yeah. Where yeah, the other yeah, ones yeah. were, like, oh, just, like, kind of cooped up in a house and, like, we got to get these these women out in this world just a little bit. We don't want them to enjoy themselves too much, but here we go. Totally. Um, but, yeah, but then you know they still can't quite get away from we somehow need these women to be vulnerable and to be rescued by a man that needs to be the ultimate story that we tell here because that is ultimately what happens is like she falls in love with this dude convinces ursula to give her legs in exchange for giving up her voice (laughs) 
gives up her family and her identity too, and he was right? fine with it he was like no voice no problem like I, I don't remember how that went yeah so they start like okay so the thing is i think she has three days to get a kiss from him otherwise ursula is going to return her to a mermaid and force her to be like her slave or whatever so like they're flirting and doing well and it seems like they're gonna kiss but then ursula <laughs> ursula uh using ariel's voice disguises herself as this like beautiful woman oh yeah and entices eric her land name this beautiful woman is vanessa which if i ever met a homewrecker vanessa was probably her name uh i dated a vanessa yeah she was quite, you did. quite a terrible human any hey hope you're listening <laughs> <laughs> um so did he, he did he wait the three days in fact to kiss her so he because I he's mean, gay this, is, this <laughs> the story is so absurd because vanessa shows up he falls in love decides to marry vanessa they're at their Jesus. wedding and this is apparently all within the same 72 hours well you know and that's when ariel and all of her friends show up they manage to like break the seashell thing that Ariel's voice is kept in. So she gets her voice back. He realizes he really loves her and he runs over to kiss her. But it's like right after the 72 hour mark, it's like 72 hours and two seconds. So she's returned to a mermaid and Ursula captures her. Um, yeah, but don't worry because then her dad comes and he sacrifices himself for her but then eric still loves her so like he goes and kills ursula and then she just like marries ursula or marries uh, eric i was gonna say yes good <laughs> for you been... ursula finally <laughs> perfect oh my god that would have been a great plot twist ariel marries ursula all is well with the world <sighs> maybe maybe in a sequel it could happen so yeah that's uh that one and um i don't know that's about all the comments i have she like gave up so much but i do like that she's a bit nonconformist, and um you know she's like a determined little she's got a little you know spunkiness to her yeah things are looking up for her i feel like as far as like the princesses that i wanted to start seeing i was like okay it's a little bit you know we're going in a positive direction a little bit a little still still fucking up still fucking up big time but oh and then we uh maybe took a bit of a reverse with beauty and the beast i don't know there's other here's the thing with Belle. i like that Belle is into literature yeah um she's obviously like has a very curious nature although perhaps she should have read something on stockholm syndrome (laughs) that's what i was gonna say clearly did not go into the psychology realm no which is unfortunate if we could just slip her a couple of those books and maybe you know she'd Mm -hmm. realize yeah um but oh also just side note she has a dead mom too right it's only her dad in the movie yeah her mom's dead yeah damn we are literally four for five with (laughs) at least one dead parent usually the mom just just why does the mom have to be killed i'm just still i'm upset disney I mean, I, I guess good for single dads, but they're obviously not 
not great dads they're not doing a good job <laughs> at the same time yeah i don't i don't want to give him too much credit no i don't think so um especially because like her dad is the one bell's dad is the one that gets captured and um bell goes to rescue him and she basically gives herself up in exchange and the dad's like sure that sounds good to me i'll let my daughter sacrifice herself well i feel did he fight it a little bit and she was like no and the beast was like yeah no take backsies she said yes too bad yeah i do think that that's what happened um and i will say i think this shows like bell makes her own choices and has her own agency so i do think and it shows like she's very brave you know i think there's good qualities there that are demonstrated yeah and she turned down that gaston guy who was like everyone was like thought it was hot shit for some reason yeah she does turn him down and like that's a big deal like Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel that big of a deal in modern society but back then you were like expected to accept a marriage proposal Mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me of pride and uh, Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen when Elizabeth Bennet turns down Mark Darcy's marriage proposal because it's like everything else in her life is um, you know like there's expectations on her for everything else and her life has to go a certain way and society dictates all these things and she took like this moment of agency and was like no I'm not going to marry you and I feel like Belle does that same thing right she's like no fuck you Gaston like not marrying you Um, yeah he was a total predator of course like still didn't give up at all it was pretty creepy yeah i mean i guess like if if her only love options were gaston and the beast i mean i think she did pick the better of the two but like maybe yeah i guess so there wasn't like a third like book nerd (laughs) that was available that maybe was quiet and you it know, seemed like she just library. wanted to be she just kind of wanted to be left the fuck alone she was probably like i'm good on this single life but since she got stuck she was probably like well i mean he's here uh it's happening let me teach him how to be like a civil human being <laughs> that one like what was it when he was like telling her he she had to meet him for dinner i was like "Ooh, nobody talks to me oh. that way i don't know why you're standing for that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I remember that scene. I think it was like the first night she was there. He was like, You'll, you will join me for dinner. Like, that's an order. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do kind of remember that. Okay. And they dress yeah. her and she does. She, I think she does go down for dinner. It's like she forces herself to go down or something. Mm-hmm. And she's the first one that's... No, I guess Cinderella is not a princess either. Like... I mean, I know they're all Disney princesses, but I mean, all of them are like children of royalty, but I don't think Cinderella is, and Belle definitely isn't. Yeah, no, her dad was like an inventor or something. I don't know, like a clockmaker. I don't know what the hell he did. He yeah, invented he shit. Like, yeah. He, yeah. So, um, okay. Well, Belle, you know, read a book on Stockholm Syndrome and get yourself out of that situation. <laughs> That's my advice. Um, we got one more princess today. Ooh, who's it going to be? You know, I fucking was hoping you were going to say Pocahontas. Because that's the most <laughs> effed up one of them all. Oh, tell me your thoughts on her. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure Pocahontas was like based on a true story where this woman was actually like slaughtered. Oh, And yeah, they totally to went say. like, 
a romantic route and i'm like what about all these native american people that are probably like mortified that this actually is happening okay yeah i totally agree with that like it is historically inaccurate i don't know the false true story but it's definitely not how it happened yeah and yeah i i agree they're like romanticizing like colonization and you know the yeah. british coming in and fucking conquering them and destroying their homeland and you know giving them all smallpox and shit so yeah uh <laughs> i agree <laughs> pretty fucked up how bad disney missed the story uh messed up that story but um I it was in the 90s, right? They, things went... In the 90s, things flew. Yeah. You gotta say. I, not a I lot of awareness. I think was around 1995. Yeah. I, I think that's the meme I sent you today. Of like, it's this yeah. is, like, insane because she chose John Smith over, like, the hot Native American guy. Oh, totally. With the chest yeah, tattoos. Like, <laughs> right. Like, first off, I'm sorry... No 2022 woman is choosing a generic white man with the name John Smith over a, like, hunky Native American tattoo guy. I don't remember his name. I don't know if they gave, they must have given him a name. I just don't know what it is. I don't know. And then she was best friends with some other chick that I probably think was maybe, like, you know, maybe maybe a little, uh, little lesbianic there, maybe slightly. I don't think she was too Ooh. thrilled. With Pocahontas finding anybody. <laughs> Just a small observance. <laughs> I love that. I obviously completely missed that in the movie. I appreciate you picking up on that. <laughs> no problem. I'm here for that. Um, I will say, yeah. um, to continue our adventuresome aspect that we started with Ariel, uh, Pocahontas is like really, you know, like she goes out exploring on her own and is very like one with nature and likes to explore and, and take adventures, which is a departure from some of the earlier princesses. Yeah, she's, like, cliff diving and telling John Smith how, like, nature is, like, all connected to everything. And mm-hmm. her fairy godmother is, like, a, a willow tree. Yeah, that's right. And I think, I think the willow tree is, like, no, I feel good about John Smith. Like, so she was very, I think she was led astray a little bit in real life. Like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can appreciate that it shows Pocahontas teaching this white dude about, like, her culture, right, and, like, her family and her tribe, Um, even though it's, like, probably all completely historically inaccurate, so you just taught a generation of kids incorrect information. But I do appreciate it shows a woman being like, you know, like, this is how we do it over here, like, this is how we yeah. roll. Does he stop um, calling them? Does he stop calling them savages by the end of the movie? Because I know that was like oh <laughs> they just are like these savages. I'm like, damn, that's savage of you to say. So when I was looking up, uh, you know, the Wikipedia movie plots to like refresh my memory on things, I stumbled upon this gem that I did not know. But do you know the actor who voiced John Smith? Oh man! If I had to guess, I don't know. Of that, was it Tim Allen? It feels like Tim Allen no. did a bunch of stuff. No, it was Mel Gibson. 
Mel Gibson. Okay. <laughs> Which probably tells you all you need to know about the movie, and we could probably end our discussion here. Um, <sighs> Did he call her yeah. sugar tits at the end of it, too? <laughs> <laughs> He probably did when he got back to England. He's like, so I met this woman. We'll call her Sugar Tits. Uh, Pocahontas oh. was the hottest princess to me, I'll say. By the end of that, I was like, they've done well. Yeah, yeah. She is pretty hot. I think I may have the Little Mermaid higher, but that's maybe because I liked spending time in water pretending I was a mermaid. So I like, mm. she had some relatability for me. Yeah. Um, but Pocahontas doesn't follow John Smith back to England, right? She ends up staying here at the end. Yeah, I don't remember why. If it's just like she needs to like stay and protect her people and like stand by her people or something like that. So she she didn't like trade in everything for John Smith. Right. And I feel like this is the first time we've seen a Disney princess be like, you know, no, there's another option than just marrying and spending the rest of my life with a dude I don't know that well. And uh, I'm going to choose that other option. Yeah. They had like a, a summer fling. It was good enough. See you later. <laughs> summer loving. At the Jersey yeah. Shore. <laughs> where is it modern day Virginia? Is that where Pocahontas takes place? Modern day Virginia? Oh, yeah, is it like- I don't know. Where in the U.S.? I don't know either. I was trying to think, is it the... Wasn't there a settlement in Virginia, like Roanoke, Virginia area, that I think this might have taken place? But I don't I don't know. Obviously, I didn't learn anything historically accurate. Yeah, I mean, there are some rivers and such over there. I can see that being the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I Definitely don't know. not rivers anywhere else in the U.S., so... <laughs> Seems like a logical deduction that it was Virginia. There's a Rowan there's Roanoke, there's rivers, there's a Starbucks. Um that's that's all she wrote. Oh man, could you imagine like the Native American community's Starbucks is like unionized and has health care and they like all take care of each other and then John Smith comes in and he's like, No, this is how you gotta do it. Let me show you. <laughs> this thing's not profitable. <laughs> We gotta have a profitable uh, Starbucks 100%. here. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. <sighs> well, closing thoughts. Uh, I mean, it's a big what the fuck, Disney. Yeah, I, I'm so glad they're improving Disney movies. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think our friends' kids get that into these movies as much as we probably did. Like, I think they're into more fun these and this is like serious shit for a kid to be watching at the same time too i'm like why were these so popular for kids this is heavy oh they were very popular i think i've heard people say that the 90s was like the disney renaissance and i know we didn't get into like aladdin and princess jasmine and obviously like the lion king i think is a different movie because there's not like your traditional princess theme to it but yeah yeah i mean pocahontas and the little mermaid and beauty and the beast are pretty problematic (laughs) in a lot of ways yeah you know and and now you know why the millennials are the way that they are that's all i can say oh yeah agree we got we got dealt a heavy hand in the disney realm (laughs) 
Well, on that note, I'm going to take a nap and uh, hope Prince Charming comes wakes me up. <laughs> oh, Walter, give your mom a smooch. <laughs> a little rough cat tongue. Marley's passed out, so I guess I'm not getting anything. No, nope, that's it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I guess we'll catch you next week, listeners. Yeah. Uh, something, a dream is a... What, what is that? I don't know. Something Disney. <laughs> I don't. Was this supposed to be like a Disney saying or? Um, yeah. From a Disney. Oh, I don't know. Where dreams happen, where the magic happens. I don't know. I lived in Florida. Just picture the know. fireworks shooting out at the top of the castle right now. That's it. Done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All Bye. right. That, that's it. Bye.